if they go too far. Everybody is upset and, and people are really angry and frustrated and the kind of resent in among people is grow more and more widespread. That could be the end of the beginning of the end of military in Burma, but we don't know how long it would take. Hello everyone, welcome back to the China Cast. Today we have a guest. He is a reporter from Burma. Welcome. Hi. Can you first introduce yourself to us? Yeah, I'm from Burma and I've been working as a journalist for more than seven years. I'm also involved in some community development work inside. And what kind of stories or field you cover in Burma? Uh, I work for kind of in the international news channel and mostly I touch on the international news and international affairs. And later on I most focus on the environmental issue and the development issue. As you might know, politics is kind of taboo or it's quite sensitive subject inside Burma. So many topics, especially politics about Burma. It's really a pleasure for us to have you here yeah. because the recent incident happening in Burma. And I heard that you actually connect with your friend almost every day online. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, when the network is not shut down inside Burma, I'm going to be able to uh, talk with my friend inside. Then after the crackdown, they, they close it. and they, So I'm going to be able to connect from my friend for now it's four or five days. For the past four or five days, you haven't heard anything from your friends? Uh, I can call by phone. Uh, so we just kind of uh, roughly talking about the situation and we cannot go deeper because inside and outside we both feel not secure enough. Talking over the phone line is easy to death. So, but when the network open, the internet using internet and kind of chatting is we feel quite safe. Uh, the other way around is I can call chat with my friend in Thailand, Bangkok, and they also call it by phone or some other means because they're quite close. They get some information from inside. I can chat online and I can call my friends in Bangkok to know the situation. What was the last message you got from them? What was happening there? Uh, people are really worried about the situation and also they are quite angry and quite frustrated and also they don't feel safe because the military and soldiers are everywhere so I can even do sense that fear and anxiety then yeah. Do you mean the military actually just take up everywhere? Yeah everywhere you can see I can sense that when I look at the CNN or BBC the military is every important tension and my friend also said that military is everywhere they shoot to the people in the street on September 26. So there's a bloody crash down, kind of ugly things in going on in 26 and 27 and some accidents in 2028. And then most of the protesters, they have to go into hiding and they have to run away. And basically the soldiers and military, they take back the streets and people are not in the streets. Demonstrations stop, and but the tension and the, the angry are staying in people. How do you feel when you first time heard about this thing? Were you shocked, or you feel it's normal? When the demonstration happened and it started to gain momentum, once part of me is quite, quite happy. I 
secretly hope that these demonstrations will bring down the government or it will lead to the change. Uh, but on the other part of me is quite aware that the military, they are not ready to give that power easily. They will hang on to the power at any cost. So it will lead to the bloody crackdown. That's always they did in, in the past. It's quite hard to explain the feeling at that time because one part of me is worrying about uh, the prospect of the bloodshed and one part of me is quite secretly hoping for the change. What do you mean by the change? The change we mean to give the power to the people. I mean, to give the power to the, the winner of the election, that people express their desire, people give their vote to the party. We hope some kind of compromise between the government and opposition for the better future of Obama. Then how do you say this event right now? Because the crackdown happened, mm -hmm. and so do you say this demonstration as a failure, or what's the meaning of it? Uh, one thing I like to remind is this is not the only incident that have been in past twenty years, ninety or twenty years. There's a many incidents have been many bloodshed and people are killed and people are arrested and put into prison and these kind of. That's a continuous struggle. This struggle is not going to end because of this crackdown. The struggle will be going on and for in terms of the stopping the, the demonstration for the time being, that yes, that the no demonstration in the street of Yangon. But in terms of struggle it will continue because people people want freedom, people want human rights, people want to have dignity and the government their only desire is to hang on the power at all costs. So the struggle will continue. And is there an end at all? Yeah, there will be an end, but we don't know when. And our worry is it will take time. It will, because uh, every day people are suffering, every day the economy is deteriorating and living standards are falling. And so it's, uh, we cannot find solution or if we cannot change sonar, there will be more and more suffering for the people, more and more hardship for the people. So we have to hope for that we will have some change soon. But the current indication is the government, they don't know how to compromise. They don't know how to make a change. They know only how to use power and hang on to power. There's lots of discussion about China's role on this incident. And what's your opinion about it? What do you think? I believe that China can play a role in, in this decision. Uh, China can take part in that major role in kind of bringing a change for the, for the Bahamar. Because the country and the regime is quite isolated from the outside war. So they don't care much about the outside war, US or EU or any other country. They don't really worry about all these uh, statements and all these objections and all these condemnation. And they don't care about this international community. But they do care about China because China is their major trading partner and China is their end suppliers. China is a major supporter to government general, government regime. If they need to have some kind of escape hedge, uh, if there are some condition, uh, some situation, they, at least they need to find a safe haven for themselves. At the kind of time, they will look to China and that's quite sure that they, they don't want to lose face with China. So that's why China is important. China can give a pressure to Burma for change, to adapt the situation and to, to make a concrete step forward.
view China actually give pressure to bring changes, the real changes to the system, by maybe shutting down the trade or anything like that. Uh, I think if China uh, give that warning enough, they condemn the action, the the operation, the government, the Burmese military and the government regime doing right now. That's a kind of giving a message to them that, look, you don't have friends, I'm no longer your friends, and you cannot rely on me. That would be a powerful message to adapt their behavior, I mean, not to make kind of reckless repression or reckless shooting to the people, because they can leave them alone. They need at least Chinese support or Chinese lifeline for any situation. So if China really step forward and give the warning to the military regime and give a strong message that you might lose your relation with us, your only friends. That would be a strong message to adapt their behavior and to make some, some change inside. Are you satisfied about what China is doing now? No, I'm really disappointed what China is doing right now. What China is doing right now is kind of giving the message to the general that, okay, you can do anything you like. We are not going to condemn you or we are not going to give any pressure to you. So. It's quite disappointing because if China is stay away from the moral obligation to stop the killing in Burma and stop the oppression in Burma, Burmese regime were they are not uh, hesitate to use force. They are not going to stop the oppressions. Talk about the reporting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of reports coming out from Burma, actually um, because of blogging and internet. Yeah. So that's why when the internet was shut down. Like you, you can yeah, get message true. from your friend, mm-hmm. and so can you talk about this, the role of blogging in this incident? Uh, one thing that's uh, distinct from the other incidents and other protests in the past in in Burma is that this time there's an uh, internet available inside, and a lot of kind of oven young young generation they are quite uh, expert on the internet, and so th- this time what distinct from the past it's uh, they can use the internet to to give the information to the international community what is happening and it's kind of the civilian journalists uh, because everybody who have the digital camera or cell phone with the camera and digital camcorder they can record their incidents they don't need to describe and they don't need to talk about what happening they can take a picture and they can take the video clip and then instantly they can transfer it to the computer and they can send it to the outside world. So outside world have the chance to see what really happening inside. So that's transformed, that's make a difference from the other incidents in the past. Because in the past, there's a still that people killing and arresting people and rounding at the people and blocking the streets. And But the war community, they, they largely they don't know what happened inside. But this time, because of these bloggers and these citizen journalists, the, the war community have a chance to see these kind of picture and video clip and they compel them to do something. That That's why we get a lot of sympathy pressure from the international community and on the Assad side, the government they always try to hide their operation or their, their wrongdoing but this time because of technology they can hide, they can they can kill, they can arrest the people but they can really hide their, their wrongdoing, what they did to the people and also international community have the more better way to learn what really happening and what they can do from outside. What do you say as a message coming out from this incident 
Can you talk about both the positive way and negative way, your worries and your hope? Yeah. The one message I got it from this accidents, again, military show that they are not hesitate to use force. They are not hesitate to kill their own people for their power and they will try to do so in the future. They will try to instill the fear in the people. So that's the one bad message I got it from the citizens and that sadly that's quite obvious. And for the optimism, they go too far this time. That's the men's are the highest moral authority in Burma. So that could be the beginning of the end of the military regime because they they say nobody left in Burma because they, they dread to kill the men, they dread to arrest the men, round up the men and put into the prison. So they go too far. Everybody is upset and and people are really angry and frustrated and the kind of resent in among people is grow more and more widespread. That could be the end of the beginning of the end of military in Burma, but we don't know how long it would take. You've been listening to the China Cast. I'm Wu Nan. Thanks for listening.